0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Crypto OG Show with your host, Otto Gomes. Uh, Today, I'm going to be bringing on Didi Taihutu. Um, He is from the Netherlands, and he is famously known as the Bitcoin family. Um, Well, he is part of the Bitcoin family, and he is the Bitcoin Superman, um, as as has been portrayed by his fans. Um, I'm very excited to have him on the show. He is very aware apparently um and i'm super excited about that um his decisions and the reasons for his decisions are very uh just just self-aware and just very um you know understanding of the system that we live in and this world that we live in so we're gonna have a good time talking to him so join us go and dive right into it. Um, So your story is so interesting. I've, the last few days, I've done nothing but watch uh, interview videos of you and and just just reading up on your website and, and just trying to get to know you a little bit better um but i i i want just start from the beginning just um and i i know you've i know you've repeated this story so many times so i'm sure it's like ingrained <laughs> in you to say it um so yeah, go ahead and um start wherever you you think you should start to to tell your story of who you are and why you why you're here
1: okay man i will i will tell i will not tell the long version i'll tell the medium version okay
0: <laughs> medium i like that one so, okay
1: yeah but it's, my name is didi taihutu and I'm a married guy and a father of three beautiful daughters. And and the whole whole story started essentially in 2002 when my mother died. She was 48 years old. At that point, um, she was completely healthy, but she just fell over and she was gone. Um, And at that point in my life, I was 24 and I couldn't cope with the feelings. So the only solution I could think of was like... uh, Becoming a workaholic, you know, I just work, work, work. And I build up my first and second company in that time. And it took me 12 years to build up uh, two successful companies. Mm-hmm. And during that time, you know, you, you experience this greed for wealth. You know, that's exactly what they taught you in school. You need to become rich. Sure.
2: Yeah.
1: You need to have a house and a few cars and then, you're, uh, then you will end up happy. But that was my goal in life at that point, becoming filthy rich. Mm -hmm. During that time, that was my first contact with Bitcoin. I started mining Bitcoins and Dogecoins in 2013-14. Then, in the end of 2014, um, I was driving my my beautiful Jeep Cherokee. (laughs) I was proud to have a Jeep, you know, that kind of guy. And my father calls me, and he's like, "Didi, are you sitting? I said, yeah, Dad, I'm sitting. And he's like, okay, I just came from the hospital. I'm diagnosed with cancer. I just have one more year to live. Mm. He was 59 at that point. So he was going to die around 60. And at that point, you know, I drove back to my father, you know, he opened the door, we cried and we hugged and all that stuff. And then you start to realize, wow, this is not the second time. Life can go so quick. I have already three kids. I never see my kids. I'm only working. I'm only accumulating wealth. What Mm. am I doing with my life? But at that point, you know, your father is only there for one more year. So what do you do? You just invest all the time you have in your father. So we went even living home again. I was living in a Souterrain, like he had a big house with his oh, basement downstairs, basement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we went down and, and lived there with my family and the kids and just spend all the last things you can spend with your father. You know, the last Easter, the last Christmas, the last summer holidays, last watching a movie or soccer or whatever. And exactly a year later, in January 2016, he died. And at that point, you know, you need to do a lot of things. You get the the inheritance, you get all the fights between all the families, and you get, again, fights about money and all that stuff, and I, I took care of the funeral and all that stuff. And he was a professional football player. So he wanted to have a beautiful funeral and a football stadium and all that stuff. And I did all that stuff. And at the end, after six months, I, I, I ran out out of energy, you know, I had a huge burnout, huge burnout. I couldn't do anything anymore. And then At that point I was already convinced, convinced that I couldn't continue my life like this anymore. I, I, I looked at my wife and she told me as well, Didi, this is not ending. Well, this is, this is going like, really bad. Mm-hmm. So at that point, I decided to go on a trip uh, with my family. I tell, told my wife, I need to you know, reset. Let's go to Thailand for a few months on the beach, just with the family and just let's see how it you know, works out for us. Mm-hmm. And those three months became seven months. And during those seven months, I, I gained back a lot of energy. And, and a friend of mine called me and he was like, Didi, do you still have your Bitcoin's? And mm-hmm. your dope coins. I so, said, yeah, man, but I'm on the beach. I'm in the beach in Bali drinking my favorite drink. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to touch a laptop. And he's like, man, the community is growing. Bitcoin is going up. Something is going
0: to happen. This is uh, 2016, you
1: said? It? it was 2000, uh, and 2016. So mm-hmm. um, at that point, I was in Bali and um, I told my wife, okay, I'm, I will check it tonight. And I checked the coins, and they were going up, you know the value was increasing, and I was getting you know this 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 energetic feeling again of the revolution, you know that's why you started with mining bitcoins, you know to disrupt the system and mm-hmm. and and I, I and I felt this was my goal now help you know this support this revolution so at a certain point, this, the, the value was increasing that much that we could all pay our whole trip back from this. So at that point, I realized, it's starting. Mm. People are starting to believe this, more mm-hmm. people. Um, so I, I walked up to my wife, and I, we had a beautiful chat. And I told her, the way we have been traveling the last few months with a few backpacks, just enjoying t- life with our kids, educating them with homeschooling, preparing them for a world where accumulating wealth is not as... That important, but where sharing is important, well just life is important, let's continue this. Let's fly home, sell the house, sell everything, go all in Bitcoin, and let's see what happens. You know, Mm. people always say uh, only invest what you're prepared to lose. At that point, we were prepared to lose everything. We didn't even care anymore about money. We were happy without anything. Mm. So I started selling my car online and everything, and then we flew home, and I said put the house for uh, for sale for bitcoins. And then the whole media circus started and they found it out and they were like, what, a Dutch guy selling a house of Bitcoins? What is Bitcoins? That's illegal, It's not possible. The house was sold in two weeks' times and bam, you're wow. bombed to the Bitcoin family. And um, yeah, the media flew over from all over the world. They flew from the stage, they flew from Australia, Ukraine, everywhere. And they came flying and they were like, what are you doing? You're giving up all your life for something digital, which is not like, legal and we were not it's, we don't care we just want to live life and we will see if bitcoin goes up we can live this life a very long time and if Bitcoin goes down we'll find a new adventure we will see it's, it's we need to change life so that is what we did and and that's the short version we went living on a campsite the house was empty and on this campsite we were yeah, interviewed and we were interviewed in that uh, amount and we were like wow this is getting crazy let's mm. Let's flee. So we fled to Thailand again, to this beautiful island, Koh Phangan and to get some rest. And then this Russian guy came to me over there and he was like, the telephone, are you this? And I'm like, yeah, and he, can I make a selfie? Can I? And my kids were looking at me like, daddy, selfie. <laughs> he made the selfie, he posted the selfie online. And then Arte, this is big uh, production company from uh, Germany and France. Um, they, they are one of the biggest documentary makers. They found out, they called me, they flew over to Thailand to make a documentary. And then um, the Bitcoin family, family was, uh, yeah. And bored. then you just
0: embraced it, right? You're like, we are now the Bitcoin family.
1: We had a lot of discussions together because my wife is not the social media freak. I was not the social media freak with the telephone. Hello, we are doing the dishes at the moment. We, are the, we were not that type of people, but we quickly realized that we could use this platform um, to support this revolution, mm-hmm. to support people all over the world, you know, to help those people in those countries that really benefit Bitcoin. Well, not, not the European countries, not the U.S. countries, no. Right. The Asian countries that, that, where they don't have bank accounts.
0: So, Bank, bank t- the unbanked.
1: Exactly. So we took that role and we just said to each other, let's you know, go with the flow. Never say no again. Embrace life, how it comes. We will see where it goes. And just now we are already traveling for three years like this, and yeah, going to conference and speaking. you wrote a book in german and, and
0: Dutch. Y- you wrote a in, book in german
1: in German and in Dutch, and the book is now being translated into english um and all kinds of stuff it's it's an, it's a It's an emotional roller coaster um the last few years, but it's an amazing uh, roller coaster, right and I think we are Still ahead of some loopings and everything else, so uh, <laughs> we are just still, still trying to
0: find like the grounding, right? Trying to see where we're supposed to, to to fall into.
1: It's it's difficult because you know you are a family that that mm. wants to show the world that money is not the most not the most important thing, mm. but at the same time, people think that Bitcoin is only about money. Nope. So to educate yeah. those people that there are true fundamentals behind Bitcoin that don't have anything to do with with increasing your uh, portfolio or increasing your uh, richdom that's 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 crazy difficult that's crazy difficult and that is what you can see you can see in, in our at our following our following is not that big but it, you know if you look in crypto to all the youtubers that predict prices they have a huge amount of followers they have 200k twitter followers 200k YouTube followers just because they talk about prizes and money and how people can become rich. We talk about the opposite: how you can share and become rich of sharing, and that's just not as sexy as as, as all the other things in crypto. I think.
0: I'm actually so happy that you 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 mentioned that because um, my podcast. Um, I've been in crypto since the same time you have since 2013. Um, so my podcast, I've actually trying to focus exactly on that that um it, i'm trying to focus on the idea of blockchain not the fi, you know not the financial benefits of being in crypto um because yeah the fundamentals the 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 benefits of the idea are astronomically much higher in, in in uh in what it what it can do than the actual financial part of it you know the money part of it um so i i appreciate you saying that because it's that's the direction i've always wanted to go with, with all of this um, I do have a question. So when you so I think that is- mm-hmm. go ahead. Sorry. No, go on, go on. Well, I was gonna switch switch directions. So if you have something else you want to say uh to what we were no. just talking about, let's go ahead and say it.
1: Perfect. No, I like what you're doing, so that's okay.
0: Yeah, uh and, and, yeah, just, just to popcorn back on that, I you know, I I I think that that the biggest takeaway, I believe, from crypto in general is for me, is um, just the ability to slow down and disconnect from from the rat race, you know, from the the going to work and the nine to five and all these things that are just keeping us busy. So I, you know, that that's the question I wanted to ask you. Um, I, what was the because everything that you've explained to me sounds like you had a moment that you just like, whoa, uh, this world is it's a bunch of robots. And I need to, you know, step away from it. And I need to grab a hold of my power again, you know, and uh, you you took a risk because you, you, it wasn't just you by yourself when it's you by yourself, it's easy, you had your whole family. So what was the moment, um, truly the moment that made you switch and, and go all in.
1: It was for me, it was the moment that when my father died, I just realized, you know, he was 60, my mother was 48 life can go very fast. Mm. And then you get to handle with all the thing things when your father dies, you know, you you, you still need to pay taxes mm. about the money you already pay taxes, you know, you get all those practical situations and where you need to look at the economical system. And I was just fed up with this system. Why was I running so hard just to, to, to make more money to feel important for people that they didn't give a shit about me and all that stuff, you know that mask that everybody puts on. I am this person because I have this and I have this red t-shirt, blah, blah, blah. You know, I was that type of guy. And, and so I know exactly how it is, but I, it never made me happy. It never made me truly happy. We, I had everything we wanted. We went on holidays, ski holidays. We had a few cars. My kids had their quads. And I always thought it would bring me that happiness. It didn't. It did never brought me that happiness. So for me, it was just, it, it was a logical step in our evolution as people as person that it was no risk because i didn't care about the money anymore so what is the risk if you don't care about losing it
0: i love that i love what you just said yeah the um why there is no risk because i the the what is risk but something that you care about (laughs) to risk against
1: (laughs) exactly so people always take a risk out of fear you know Mm. They, they, they they lean to the fear side and that's what the risk they take. And for me that was like why do I fear losing a few hundred K that you know that I made by you know the 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 increased value of my house? Why? If I lose it, I go find a job, I work three months, I get a new mortgage, I buy a new house, I rebuild a house two years and I sell it again with profit. Why would I care about losing this? I love this. And, and for me, far as it was like just logic like why why do people make such a fuss about it we just took the risk internally we felt bitcoin was going up
2: mm-hmm. so
1: it was not that it was even a calculated risk but you know even when bitcoin went up we we, we had a lot of bitcoins and everything and we were still like does it change change anything no i'm three, st- st- still eating the street food in thailand i'm still sleeping in this backpacker place in thailand so i don't need it and that's exactly when we realized, maybe we started to share it. And I started to share our capital, you know, help people, help schools, help NGOs. And that made me really happy. That gave me a really warm, internal, happy feeling.
0: Compassion, yeah. huh?
1: Yeah. So we were like, let's continue this. Let's just use this platform, the Bitcoin family, make some money by speaking all over the world or whatever we do, sell the book and then help other people with this. And then we will stay happy. And we will teach our kids that a different type of life is possible. And it's not all about running this red race. It's also about living and helping other people. And even then you can make money to buy food and buy some kind of luxury stuff if you need an iPhone, for example. It's all possible. So, you know, I, I, we already were people... Uh, that backpacked in a young age. And, you know, we were the ones that, that read the secret and watched the secret documentary and the law of attraction. And we all did that thing already.
0: Mm-hmm. So we
1: already were connected to this universal thing, but we thought like this could be, you know, this could be true. Until now I can just say, you know, every step we took, it's, it's just flowing. It's flowing.
0: I almost feel like you're reading my mind. Cause I was actually going to segue into that um, and dive a little <laughs> deeper into your mindset. Um, <clears throat> for, me, for me, crypto is what started the uh, awareness game, you know, just, just be, becoming aware of myself and my reactions of the people around me. It was the first step that I was like, oh, everything is connected. Like crypto showed me how transactions can happen without the central, you know, just the decentralization aspect of it and how it's all connected that to me was like the point that like something switched uh, that I started really yeah. going down that road. And, um, I mean, I, you've mentioned, I've seen in interviews, you've mentioned, um, you've done ayahuasca, you've done you know, several plant medicines and you've done the meditation work and yoga. And, um, uh, I was backwards. I, I did the, I started with crypto and then I started doing all those things going after that, down that yeah. road. <laughs> so for you, you, you're saying now that you, you were already kind of in that, um, realm or in that mindset before crypto if that's what what i heard um so what was you know where where did it start um where did that journey start for you
1: um i think the the journey started because you know my, my roots are indonesian so my grandfather was from the malakkan islands in indonesia mm. so they always have this tr- this this belief in, in and eternal life, energies, uh, voodoo and all that stuff. So I was always intrigued by these things. Um, and there was a time it was on this festival. It was uh, Lowlands. It's a, it's a huge festival in the Netherlands
2: mm-hmm.
1: and, and it started to rain. It started to rain really hard. So my wife and I were there and we were, we were like, wow, what do we do? And then we found on this festival was a, a theater. So you went into this theater and a the movie was being shown and this movie was called sick birds die early. Sick and birds this,
0: die early.
1: Yeah. The movie was okay. called sick birds die early, uh, die early. And this movie was about uh, Iboga. It was about mm-hmm. a group of people went into the jungle to use Iboga. It's like the manly uh, kind of ayahuasca. Oh, Ibogaine? Ibogaine? Or no? Yeah. We call it Iboga.
0: Iboga. Okay. So that's the same thing. Yeah. Ibogaine. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. And, um, we saw this video and then we were like, wow, what is this? You know? Mm. And, and, and then you get to experience that there, are, yeah, that there are more things. My family was very spiritual. And so we, we automatically were spiritual as well. And then when I was back at home from the festival, this guy comes, in there, comes to polish my floors mm-hmm. and he started to talk about ayahuasca. And he's like, Oh, I did something crazy. Ayahuasca. And I'm like, tell me more. I said, yeah, it's about this tea you drink. I said, I just saw a movie about it. And <laughs> then you realize, oh, Mother Ayahuasca is calling you. So you know, you get in this but
0: your mama. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, that atmosphere. So that was the first time about like seven years ago now, I think, that I did ayahuasca. Wow. Mm. And um you know, that that already opened so much for me, for my mind, and to experience how it was and to be to feel connected. And um, that I did it a few more times. Mm. So you know that we were always looking into more. We were always asking ourselves, why is the world like this? Why are people so envying each other? Why do people not just just you know be happy again? And, and why is everybody turning into this zombies and all that stuff? And. Yeah, then you just get in this flow of we can change this. Let's change this. Let's change this. And then you you, know, you think about Michael Jackson's song. <laughs> you look in the mirror. The man
0: in the mirror. <laughs>
1: you need to change yourself first. Yep. So,
0: you're you know, right. That's, he, that's knew it, he knew it. He knew He knew it back in the '80s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: he knew it in the '80s. <laughs> so we started to, to change ourselves and to read more and to uh, yeah, and, and and that that what I said it all logically. Felt into pe- places the puzzle, and then. And then once, once you started
0: to trust, crypto came along, and you're like, "Here's another level to it. Now I can like not I can separate myself from everything."
1: <laughs> so we, I, I wanted to separate myself from the you know from the governmental systems and everything. Mm. You know, I'm a revolutionary guy. I, I I I admire people, you know, like Bob Marley. I admire people like Che Guevara, not for the part of killing, but for the revolution. The, sure. You know, the part sure. of overthrowing some systems and um so i wanted to to change but i never had a option yeah cash the Mm. cash money in holland you know this is almost uh, unusable it's difficult and bitcoin opened my eyes bitcoin made me look into this monetary system even more made me realize that it was one big multi-level marketing game that is being played by a few people in this world and I was now giving this card to escape it by using Bitcoin. I'm like, wow, this is the solution. So that is why we chose that solution. And since you know, we, we still only own Bitcoin or a few other cryptos, but you know, we made it a game to just use crypto, don't use bank accounts anymore. And we are getting creative in this. And this is beautiful that we have to get less and less creative because it's being adapted more and more. Right. But there are so many creative solutions to just live Solely on cryptocurrency, people just don't know yet. You don't know yet.
0: You know, I've I've spoken to a few people about just this whole mindset mindset shift that's happening. um, That people are just becoming more aware of themselves, becoming more aware of the systems. Um, Partially, I I believe that has to do with just technology. The internet kind of allowed everyone to connect and see the similarities and compare and, and go, whoa, this is happening, and then be able to search and like search a year before and see if something, the pattern's happening. Um, So I think the internet definitely has to do with that, but it's interesting because I watched this conference where they explain that um, government backed currencies um, in it throughout history has only lasted between um, 80 years to 120 years or something like that. And then it, and then it just implodes because, uh, because, you know, just inflation and, 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 bad management, um, you know, creating money out of debt. <laughs> um, yeah. And you know where the U.S. currency is at? 123 years.
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's time. It's, you know, it's time. It's time. It's going to fall. It's, you know, the, debts are, the debt crisis is going to come. Mm. There is no solution anymore. The solution is cryptocurrency. And the governments understand this. And that's why they are now, you know, creating all those crazy, um, crazy rules, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and and they want to take influence into crypto, but they won't. They they won't succeed anymore. I think people are already there now that they understand that they can, um, that they understand the, the the importance of decentralized currency. You know,
2: mm-hmm.
1: more and more people all over the world. If you take you took a look at Venezuela, in Greece, in Zimbabwe, you know, in Thailand now, in China, all over the world, people start to understand that as 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 long the governments. Uh, rule money they rule your life
2: mm-hmm.
1: and if you combine this with all the social experience they are now doing all over the world like in, in, in china these social systems that if you don't get enough funds, you're not allowed to go out of your country or even cash money out of your etm people will start to realize this is over this, i hope this game is over and uh, and the, you know that there the will be a more honest world for all also for me but also for you and also for other people all over the world
0: Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, it's funny. You mentioned the whole, the, the China thing. Um, it's, um, (laughs) have you seen that show, uh, Handmaid's Tale? No, no. Um, the show is all about showing how the government is slowly changing things and modifying laws and rules to create this box and to have control. Um, and every time I think about, every time I read the news and I, I hear about China and what they're doing and like c- connecting <clears throat> the person's, uh, um, uh, score, credit score and like social score to being able to travel and, and eat and like all this stuff. And I'm like, Whoa, this world is not going in the good direction that we want it to go. Um, no, yeah, that's, you, uh, that's com- scary.
1: Yeah, it's scary. And if you combine this with, um, you know, th- this is how they do it in Asia. They just mm. you know, push it onto the people. But look at our Western world, you know, in Europe, US. There we are not, the system is not pushed into the people. Right. But pe- people are drawn into the system by, you know, getting addicted to social media likes. Oh shit, if I have so many people followers, I'm doing good. If I have so many Instagram followers, I'm important. If I have so many Twitter followers, important. So here on our side, <laughs> The kids are already being prepared right. by the social system. You know, mm. If you're good in social media, and if you have good, a lot of followers and a lot of likes, then you're good. So they are slowly being prepared for the same social um, uh, system that is going to be used by the government all over the world, I think. you know. <laughs>
0: yeah, again, <laughs> we're artificial in
1: sync. intelligence and all those things.
0: Yeah, and and I'm so glad you you were mentioning this because we're we're definitely in sync. Like, like we're definitely going down the the same roads we want to go down. Um, You mentioned that about education. Um, Ever since crypto took off and I've been able to slow down and kind of really look at everything, um, I've looked at the education system and I see that they're just making, they're just pumping out these robots, you know, these like people that are cogs in a machine. It's like you're gonna you're gonna now learn this so that you can go into my big big machine and just be a little cog in it and not be able you know not not uh, be creative anymore. So I, I know that you um you 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 made the decision to do that to take out your kids out of school and to do this traveling. Um, how has it been for you on both sides? On like your side with having to teach your kids and 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 do that process, and then also the side of. You know, just having to deal with, with people's opinions about the whole situation and, and you know, negative, neg- negative comments. Yeah.
1: It, it, it also is an adventure. It's not easy, you know. The, mm. the, people need to realize that if you homeschool kids, it always sounds like fun, you know, but it's not always fun because you're a parent and a teacher at the same time and it this, this creates conflict between mm. you and the kids. Um, but at the same time, if you as a parent have en- enough passion to keep your kids out of this disrupted system we don't want them in, then I need to um, give up a part of my own life. You know, I, I have to give up a part of my parents' parental freedom to mm-hmm. educate my kids. So that's a, uh, that's a huge shift as a pe- as People, you know, because we were not fed up in the in the 90s to give up life. We were, you know, all fed up to be ego You know, my, I, 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 my, my, mine. You know, it's my, and, and it's all about you. Competition, now,
0: right?
1: Yeah, competition, and that that's not possible when you're a parent and a teacher. <laughs> you mm. you need to give time to your kids every day to educate them, and the time you spend on educating your kids, you don't have time to spend reading a book or to, you know so it's not always easy. And you know, kids are getting older. The older one is fourteen. Um, but on the other hand we, we found this beautiful online school. It's called Galileo. It's a group that of people.
0: Familiar.
1: Yeah. It's really cool. It's a group of people that started an online school. All people like you or me that don't like really like the school systems, the traditional mm-hmm. school system. And you can sign your kids up and they are being they can check in every day and they can show what they've done what they learned and you know they can choose whatever they want to learn but they are just you know um, helped a little bit by a teacher every day a coach that will help them okay how are, how is your progress are you doing mm-hmm. fine but that was a good solution for the oldest one because she wanted to learn things i didn't even know you know she wanted to learn uh, how to program or how to hack or how to speak proper indonesian so that's that's there are more and more options in the world to prepare your kids for a different future, so and that's exactly what we want to do. We don't want to prepare our kids for the past. I really want to prepare my kids for the future, you know. And I think too many schools are still preparing the kids for the past, man. They are yes. educating kids about the second world war and all that stuff. Educate them about the internet that's history mm-hmm. as well. That's a positive in history, that's not as negative as like killing millions of Jews in the Netherlands or in Germany. Why would you focus on? Teaching kids this, just to to make them realize what fear is.
0: I was just about to say that. I think it's for fear. <laughs> it's it's.
1: I, I we we got really fed up with that system and and um, mm. and to be honest, we've been doing this now for three years. We had our doubts in the beginning. We were like, wow, shit, so many negative comments, even on television. People slaughtered me on television. Everything. Mm. And, even your best friends, they are like, Didi, are you still insane? What are you doing? And mm-hmm. But now, every time when I go home with my kids and I compare my kids to the kids that still went to school, I'm just laughing. and I'm very proud. And I'm very like, wow, man, happy that my kids grew up and, uh, in a different way. And they are just a little bit more uh, educated in life instead of uh, books.
0: Sure. And honestly, it, it takes a certain kind of person to fight against that grain. Um, you know, cause this world is really, really revolves around shame and making people feel yucky for their decisions. <clears throat> so, you know, with crypto, I felt the same way, like having to fight against all this like negative negativity and just like people not knowing enough to comment, but still commenting. Um, so I can only imagine how that is for k- your kids, you know, cause it's, it's your kids and you're, and you, you have some sort of, a certain level of like protection for your family. So to have that, it's like, ooh.
1: yeah. But that's exactly why I said, that's why I called it an emotional roller coaster. You know, for us, it was like three double, you know, it was, it was triple. Sorry. It was like, at, at, at first we were already changing from a very materialistic family, spoiled kids to a minimalistic family. Mm. At the same time, you're being bombed by the media to the Bitcoin family, you know, and, and, and you start to unschool your kids. So that is like, it was really it was not it was not easy on all times because you you're it's all, it's already a huge job to just change yourself you know from maximalist to, to minimalist mm. then at the same time needing to talk to media and your kids are being asked and to, to
0: explain yeah yeah it's, oh it's like it, it
1: was a huge roller coaster, but um I think they learned a lot out of it and I, and I learned a lot out of it and um, I think we are, we are ready for the future.
0: (laughs) Um, Well, I was going to say, so how was it, how was it before we, before we talk about the future? um, How was it for you when you had that negativity coming in and then, you know, and because uh, at least from the interviews that I've seen, um, a lot of them were done uh, at or before the big uh, rise. Have you had, um, how, how, how did it feel to go through all that? And then, you know, going into the bear market and then it just falling 50%, 40%, just going down to, to where, it, where it went to.
1: You know, that, that is exactly the first interviews were at the beginning. And then the Bitcoin went up. That was the second load of interviews. Then you don't hear anything about the media and then Bitcoin drops 40% and they start calling again. Wow. Mm. Are you bankrupt? Are you going to die? How will you live? Are you going um, because i already started mining in bitcoin in 2013-14 and mm-hmm. I experienced the first crash which was the reason why i stopped mining because i was like wow well, now i'm losing money stop right you know right. so i already experienced this that bitcoin go up and could go up and down and you know we we just we we took the mindset that we really didn't care anymore about the money so if you if you it's so hard to explain but if you just don't care about this money anymore. Then this up and down volatile things of Bitcoin don't influence your personality anymore.
2: Mm. And
1: you can try to tell that to people, but they will never believe you because they will, would have feel, felt like awful. They would have killed themselves. You know? Cause
0: they're so connected to the value of, of USD fiat. Yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly. And we are connected to just make two and a half K, 3 K a month to live to travel the world that's enough i'm Mm -hmm. not saving for the future which future i don't know what the future is going to give me i don't know if my one of my kids is talented in singing and is being discovered as a singer i don't know if one of them is like going to be an artist we don't know why Mm. why do i need to save for this future it is like uncertain man what if (laughs) what if i die in five years time yeah you're you're you're, you're
0: choosing to live now yeah
1: I want to live now. And now I'm like 41. I still can jump off a cliff. I still can climb a mountain. I still can do crazy stuff with my kids. If I'm 70 or 60, not 70 in the Netherlands, you're allowed to stop working with 70 in the Netherlands. <laughs> what the fuck will I do with my kids at that age? Right. They will push me with this car, you know. <laughs> not what, I, not I, what wanna <laughs> I want to do it now. I want to do it now. You know, and, and, and yeah why worry about later? You know, uh, mm-hmm. I, I will worry about today and tomorrow. And if I wake up tomorrow and everybody is awake and everybody is alive, I'm happy. You know, I'm happy. Every day, hundred, three hundred thousand 300,000 people die all over the world. I wake up with five help, uh, healthy people every day. And that's, people don't even realize anymore how important that is.
0: Yeah. I, I, I mean, I can definitely relate. I, I, um, I usually tell people, um, that, um if your focus if you're if you if what you wake up every day and you focus on every day um is money you'll never be filled because money comes and goes money will flow in and flow out money is 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 a is a, is a transactional thing so you're supposed to be and so i tell people it's like if you if that's your focus and and not your passion you're going to you're going to lose out if your focus is your passion right and you and you see money as a tool to use to get to that passion then it doesn't matter how much money you have, because now exactly. you're, you're, the inner works is is the passion, and and you become you literally become a point of transaction like a node. <laughs> if you wanna if you wanna yeah. go crypto, you become a node for uh, for uh, just become a point of transaction where money flows through you and flows out, and you and you become abundant with that with that mindset. And that's
1: yeah, you you just explained it very, very beautiful, and that's exactly what I, the kind of person I was. And I totally don't want my kids to be that kind of people, persons, you know? So the only thing you can do as a parent, and this is where most of the parents are wrong, they think we send these kids to the school and the school will teach the kids everything. Mm -hmm. But if your values as a person or as a parent are different as the values of the system, then you must teach those values to your kid yourself. You know, you need to lead by good example. Mm -hmm. If I show my kids how... living as possible they will follow i cannot read a book about okay you could live like like this as well they won't do it yes you need to see it they're kids and that's why you need to lead by example that's why we as parents we were just like let's just do it that's let's, that's let's all the shit, the system <laughs> the government and just lead by example show our kids that nobody is our ruler we did we we are born we created you and we, um, you, you know, we decide how to live. It's our life. It's it's ours. I and love, that's what I love that. Th- I
0: lo- Yeah, I love that's what
1: exactly what we want to teach the kids. Um, and they are learning. They are learning. It's a huge step for them. But slowly, they are getting into the same flow. And uh, like today, for example, we we are flying. Uh, we, we are going home to, um, for Christmas. To to mm-hmm. home is where my brother and sister is living, and my nephews. And uh, the kids didn't notice and, you know, and, 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 and we told them, oh, we will fly there and everything. And so they are preparing us for the flight and everything. And today we told them, not, we are not going to fly, we're going to drive there. And they're like, wow, that's cool. We're going to drive to the Netherlands. Yes, yeah, so we're going to drive there and it will take us 25, 26 hours. But, mm. you know, just because of living this life, you know, they, they adapt so quickly anymore any now. So normally they would be like, oh, I don't want to uh, drive. I want to fly. So now we are like, wow, it's an adventure. Let's go. Let's see. And and, and that's what, how I see that they already are growing as a person. You know, they, 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 they yeah, they go with the flow. It's beautiful. It's, beautiful it's funny.
0: I actually, I felt that, I felt that shift myself when I went from Florida to California, because in Florida, 20 miles is 20 minutes here in California, yeah. 20 miles is two hours. <laughs> so I had to adjust <laughs> to that reality. Uh, but I, I like like you said eventually i got i got used to it and i got i i got became exciting because I got to listen to podcasts while i drive and so yeah, I, yeah. I, I see that that's beautiful that's beautiful um you know I loved this interview I think you really showed a perspective for crypto that is exactly exactly the perspective I want to portray, which is, <clears throat> it's not about the finances, man. It's not about making money. I mean, that, that, that stuff is all good, right? It's all fun and, and good to have and and great. But, but the point, the point is connection is, is joy, right? Finding the things that bring joy every day. Yep. Um, so I think it's beautiful that you, you know, because of where you found yourself and the systems and all that you, you, you allowed yourself to take that, you know, it, it might not be risk for you because you, you don't see the money the way you did, but it is risky sure. what you did. And so it was very powerful to to see that and be, you know, I'm, I'm inspired by it. Um, and so I want to ask one last question before we finish this off, um, just to get your perspective of what do you think will happen with crypto um, in general and, and also what does that look like for you? What is the future of crypto and, and you involved in it? What does it look like for you?
1: So, so for me, it's like, like the same as for you, you know, you, you feel connected to all this crypto community, the, the community is growing and people are same minded, you know, instead of youth uh, of 16 till 20 years playing you know, computer games, Counter-Strike and all that stuff and Fortnite, <laughs> they now right. not only play um, games, but they are getting educated into the monetary system just because mm. of crypto. So this is, this is creating a huge shift. So for me, the future is just, you know, living day by day and uh, educating as much as possible people, sharing the wealth, what we make, what we earn on daily basis by blogging, vlogging, interviews, selling books, speaking, all the money we make uh, during the sharing and caring, to, as we call it, we share. So we build projects, we build schools, we give away. For example, now we are giving to an orphanage in India, we are going to give them a lot of um, uh, we send them crypto because they accept crypto so they can have a Christmas dinner with 26 kids and everything. So mm. we, we make videos about it. So we try to show the world, okay, you can give as well and people become happy and you will become happy. It. And one of the goals for me is just to support Blockchain Valley. So this, is this Blockchain Valley is this uh, project now in Bulgaria where they are building a huge Blockchain Valley for people like you and me you know, same-minded people that want to change the world. Mm. And they have thought like, if we build this valley there and it's like 2 million square meters, and it's going to be houses and offices and stores and swimming pools and everything. And we connect all those people for a few months in a year at that place, they can really build a new future. Like, you know, like I compare with the ark of Noah, you know, (laughs) you put people on this ark and they will make a new future. So I I, think I see Blockchain Valley as this, you know I see a, I see a group a, a group of people that's going to connect hugely investors with startup projects with digital nomads that want to just you know participate in a green world and, and growing uh, and and all this is going to happen now in Blockchain Valley. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. And they are also one of the sponsors of, of our tour. So that's also when, I, of course, uh, worthwhile mentioning them. But and I spent a week ago, I was there again for a week with a lot of smart people also from the States, a few guys and from all over the world, they, they came together. And I think they are building this place where if I ever want to settle down, you know, not travel anymore, sure, then it would be in a community like that, a community mm-hmm. that wants to work together and change the world together. And is not just in it for making money. And so I, I think, Crypto is going to play a, a huge role. I think crypto is going to be a regulated form and a decentralized form. Of course, the, the governments will have a, a crypto euro and they will have a crypto dollar and they will have a crypto rent and they will all have that shit because, you know, cash is going to disappear. People need to understand that only 8% of the amount of money worldwide, only 8% is still in cash. Physical, right. Yeah. This is nothing. Yep. Yeah. This the last eight percent are going to disappear in the next five years, and people need to realize that if those eight percent disappear, and you don't have the option anymore to own cash money that nobody can take from you, that nobody can you know uh, tell you not to use, what are you going to use? The centralized currency of the Euro, the, the centralized dollar? No. This is where Bitcoin and other beautiful projects like Litecoin and even Bitcoin Cash, for example, are stepping in. These are the new forms of cash that will provide you the freedom to do what you want with your capital. And people will slowly realize this. So in my opinion, crypto is going to be, it's going to be tr- huge. It's going to be the biggest social, economical shift we have ever experienced um, after the internet it's going to be huge
0: it's going to be a paradigm shift
1: <laughs> it's, it's going to be a paradigm shift it's going to be a mental shift and we are going to into the em- emotional decade it's, it's the world is changing and 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 you know people are awakening and that's good and uh, we just give them help to understand how to
0: i love that and i think that's a good place to end it um I, you know i really want to say thank you thank you thank you so much for coming on my podcast and and sharing your experience sharing your past sharing your your passion and uh the direction that this is all going thank you so much um and you know i want to i want to keep in touch and and just see how everything is going with you um and you know maybe do an, a follow-up interview in a few months but um again <clears throat> thank you so much you have any, you have any questions you want to ask or anything or you want anything you want to say
1: i know uh, just just i uh, think I as- Said everything. I, I want to thank you for taking the time to having me on your podcast. I wish you all the good luck and all the success and all the love uh, for the coming episodes and for all the people uh, at home. Just man, wake up! And then um, you can always look at uh, the Bitcoin family on YouTube, on uh, Instagram, and on TikTok. My kids have this TikTok channel of the Bitcoin family, and uh, we just try to share um, what we are doing on a daily basis. And uh, you know, just keep doing what you do, and uh, together we will change the world.
0: Send me all those links and I want to put it with this video so then when people are watching okay, it, they can cool. click on the links and, and go to all those, those platforms. I think it's great. You're, you're really Perfect. spreading a good message. So definitely send it to me. All right, everyone. Thank, thank you so you much did. for joining me here in Crypto OG Show. Uh, thank you, Didi Taihutu, to, 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 <laughs> for joining me. Thank you so much. It was really a pleasure. Um, and uh, we'll catch you all next time. Thank you so much and uh, join us next time. All right. Thank you so much, Didi. Uh, uh it was really welcome. a pleasure. Um, <clears throat> seriously, it was really, uh, interesting story and I, and I'm, I'm really happy that I was able to listen to you and, and get all that. Um, and, uh, hopefully i uh, maybe I'll see you at another conference. I'm, I've been, I'm going to be going to a lot of conferences in 2020, uh, to film with okay. the, my VR camera. So, um, Maybe I'll see you again. Uh, probably
1: will. We will meet somewhere, yeah. Because I I'm mean, in- I'm, I'm going global, so I'm going like
0: a lot, like around the world. So who knows? Maybe, maybe I'll go to one. Yeah,
1: and see we will see each other. <laughs> Let's keep contact.
0: All right, Didi, have a good day, man. Thank Did you so you. much. Bye. 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 When I went from Florida to California, because in Florida, 20 miles is 20 minutes. Here in California, yeah. 20 miles is two hours. <laughs> so I had to adjust <laughs> to that reality. Uh, but I, yeah. I like, like you said, eventually I, I got, I got used to it and I got, I, I became yeah. exciting because I got to listen to podcasts while I drive. And so, yeah, I, yeah. I, I see that. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Um, you know, I loved this interview. I think you really showed a perspective for crypto that is exactly, exactly the perspective I want to portray, which is, <clears throat> it's not about the finances, man. It's not about making money. I mean, that, that, that stuff is all good. Right, it's all fun and, and good to have and, and great, but but the point the point is connection, is is joy, right? Finding the things that bring joy every day. Yeah. Um, so I think it's beautiful that you you know because of where you found yourself and the systems and all that, you 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 allowed yourself to take that. You know, it, it might not be a risk for you because you, you don't see the money the way you did, but it is risky yeah. what you did, and so it was very powerful to to see that, and, be, and I'm I'm inspired by it. Um, and so, I want to ask one last question before we finish this off, um, just to get your perspective of what do you think will happen with crypto um, in general, and and also what does that look like for you? What is the future of crypto, and and you involved in it? What does it look like for you?
1: So, so for me, it's like, like the same as for you. You know, you, you feel connected to all this crypto community. The, the community is growing, and people are same minded. You know, instead of youth uh, of 16 till 20 years playing, you know, computer games, Counter-Strike, and all that stuff, and Fortnite, <laughs> they now right. not only play um, games, but they are getting educated into the monetary system just because mm. of crypto. So this is this is creating a huge shift. So for me, the future is just you know living day by day and um, educating as much as possible people, sharing the wealth what we make what we earn on daily basis by blogging, vlogging, interviews, selling books, speaking, all the money we make during the sharing and scaring to as we call it, we share. So we build projects, we build schools, we give away, for example, now we are giving to an orphanage in India. We are going to give them a lot of, um, uh, we send them crypto because they accept crypto so they can have a Christmas dinner with 26 kids and everything. So mm. we, we make videos about it. So we try to show the world, okay, you can give as well. And people become happy and you will become happy. And one of the goals for me is just to support blockchain Valley. So this is this blockchain Valley is this uh, project now in Bulgaria where they are building a huge blockchain Valley for people like you and me, you know, same minded people that want to change the world. Mm. And they've thought like, if we build this, Valley there and it's like 2 million square meters and it's going to be houses and offices and stores and swimming pools and everything. And we connect all those people for a few months and a year at that place, they can rebuild really a new future. Like, you know, like I compare with the ark of Noah. you know, you put people on this ark and they will make a new future. So I think I see Blockchain Valley as this, you know, I see a, I see a, gr- a, a group of people is going to connect hugely investors with startup projects with digital nomads that want to just you know participate in a green world and, and growing uh, and and all this is going to happen now in blockchain valley so i'm really excited about that and they are also one of the sponsors of, of our tour so that's also when i of course uh, worthwhile mentioning them but and I spent a week ago, I was there again for a week with a lot of smart people also from the States, a few guys and from all over the world they, they came together and I think they are building this place where if I ever wanted to settle down, you know, not travel anymore, sure. then it would be in a community like that, a community mm-hmm. that wants to work together and change the world together and it's not just in it for making money. And so I, I think Crypto is going to play a, play a huge role. I think crypto is going to be a regulated form and a decentralized form. Of course, the, the governments will have a, a crypto euro and they will have a crypto dollar and they will have a crypto rent and they will all have that shit because, you know, cash is going to disappear. People need to understand that only 8% of the amount of money worldwide, only 8% is still in cash. Physical, right. Yeah. This is nothing. Yep. This last eight percent are going to disappear in the next five years, and people need to realize that if those eight percent disappear, and you don't have the option anymore to own cash money that nobody can take from you, that nobody can you know um, tell you not to use, what are you going to use? The centralized currency of the you the, the centralized dollar no this is where bitcoin and other beautiful projects like litecoin and even bitcoin cash for example are stepping in these are the new forms of cash that will provide you of the freedom to do what you want with your capital and people will slowly realize this so in my opinion crypto is going to be it's going to be tr- huge it's going to be the biggest social economical shift we have ever experienced um, after the internet it's going to be huge
0: it's going to be a paradigm shift
1: <laughs> it's, it's going to be a paradigm
0: shift it's going to be a mental shift
1: and we are going to into the em- emotional decade it's, it's the world is changing and 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 you know people are awakening and that's good and uh, we just give them help to understand how to
0: i love that and i think that's a good place to end it um I, you know i really want to say thank you thank you thank you so much for coming on my podcast and and sharing your experience sharing your past sharing your your passion and uh, the direction that this is all going thank you so much um and you know i want to i want to keep in touch and and just see how everything is going with you um and you know maybe do a follow-up interview in a few months but um again thank you so much you have any any questions you want to ask or anything or you want anything you want to say i
1: know just just uh, i think i said everything i, I want to thank you for taking the time to having me on your podcast i wish you all the good luck and all the success and all the love uh, for the coming episodes and for all the people uh, at home just man wake up and then um, you can always look at the uh, the bitcoin family on youtube on uh, instagram and on tiktok my kids have this tiktok channel of the bitcoin family and uh, we just try to share um, what we are doing on a daily basis and uh, you know just keep doing what you do and uh, together we will change the world.
0: Send me all those links and I want to put it with this video. So then when people are watching it, okay, they can cool. click on the links and, and go to all those, those platforms. I think it's great. You're, you're really Perfect. spreading a good message. So definitely send it to me. All right, everyone. Thank, thank you so you much good. for joining me here in Crypto OG Show. Uh, thank you, Didi Taihutu <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> for joining me. Thank you so much. It was really a pleasure. Um, and uh, we'll catch you all next time. Thank you so much and uh, join us next time. What a journey! What a story! HODLERS, thank you so much for joining me on this episode. It was great having you here once again. Listening in, uh, if you want to ke- get more information or catch more of, of these episodes, you can go to my link tree. It's uh, www.linkl i n k t as in Tom dot e forward slash autogomes. Um, all my links are on there for the visual podcast version, the VR version, the audio version on Spotify, iTunes, all that good stuff. And then I also have some other links on there uh, for my social media accounts. And you guys can follow me and uh, see everything I'm doing. But there's a lot going on here in 2020. So make sure you listen in and catch us on the fly. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon.